A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Oh, it's party time. We're at the uh, Flatirons Running New Balance Run Hub Grand Opening Celebration. Arl Smith, Trisha Veith, and our special guest, Spencer Smith. Spencer, you look really excited to be here. Yep, I really am. I can tell. So how much do you run every day? Do you run away from your dad? Uh, yeah, when I go to school. Oh, okay. And wait a minute, you actually got a pretty cool award for using your legs to get to school last year, didn't you? The Kruger Cup. And tell us about the Kruger Cup. What did you have to do to earn that? I mean, this is pretty cool for the son of running store owners. Um, well, what we had to do um, was... I kind of forgot because it was a really long time ago. <laughs> You have to walk to school every day. Walk to school every day, and you were like the person in the whole school that did it the most frequently, right? Mm-hmm, because I just live right across the street. <laughs> <laughs> now, RL, Dad, how, how far is it across the street? Like 10 miles? Uh, it's 10 miles uphill in each direction. Okay, you know, and, from school, yeah. and he walked even when school shut down the other day even in the down, five feet of snow? Just so he could keep his record Spencer, you are such a stud. <laughs> that noise you heard was mom giving Spencer a kiss on the cheek. Okay, we'll get a picture of that. So we're going to be chatting throughout the night with guests and luminaries, uh, all sorts of people that are here at the Flatirons Running New Balance Run Hub Grand Opening. Got a big party going on, DJ, photography. Gosh, we've got a huge, uh, wow, it's awesome right here. Uh, we're going to start out with R.L. Smith, one of the founders of this store a while ago, which was InStep. InStep. Before that, I've, I've been in the same location now for almost 20 years. Have you really? Really. You've never moved from that chair that you're sitting in? I have in never moved from this chair. For 20 years. And kept my running streak intact, yes. That's right. Yes, it's fantastic. So first off, tell us about your running streak. Um, my running streak is now, this April will be 11 years without missing a day. And that is not streaking, that is... Sometimes. I go out very early in the morning. The mountain lions are very impressed. I can imagine. I look like naked prey. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. So what is the whole concept behind the Run Hub? Uh, the concept was New Balance had approached us. They wanted to uh, team up with an independent running store to, uh, to try a new concept out, having a bigger New Balance presence inside of a, a very well-known running community. And so they chose us to come in and do that. Why was independent important to them? Uh, independent because was, you were the remain, last remaining well, independent We're one of the store. last remaining independent yeah. running stores. Uh, in the state, correct? In the state um, and getting to be pretty darn close to the, to the country um, at this point in time. There's been a lot of corporate takeovers of a lot of independent running stores. Uh, I think that they might be regretting their decisions about selling, but um, you know, that's, the future will be interesting to see. 
And so what do you see as the future for this store? Uh, future of this store, we're kind of the model store for something that New Balance wants to try with other running markets. Uh, so that could be, uh, I believe they want to try this maybe in New York and Atlanta, Washington, Oregon, maybe California from what I understand. So who came up with the idea for this grand opening? I mean, you got a lot of stuff going on here. We have You've a got lot a of stage, things. and I mean, this is kind of cool. Yes, we are going to have hip-hop dancers here, a fashion show. Um, I believe skydivers as well. It's going to be a very, very fun night. The jets are going to come flying They're going to fly right through here, yes. Nice. Yes. So how long has this been planned? Uh, since May, actually. Since May? Yeah. And, I mean, it's beautiful in here, the store... But you actually still really kept some of the same vibe. Yeah, that's what we're still trying to do. We're still trying to keep it the nice kind of local feel. I mean, it's definitely much shinier than uh, what, uh, not necessarily what we had anticipated, but it's just, um, it's more polished than what I'm used to. <laughs> now, you are the footbed guru. You're not giving that up, are you? No, I'm not giving that up. And that was actually one of the reasons that New Balance wanted to... Uh, to kind of partner with us is New Balance actually started out as an insole company before they were oh, making shoes. Yeah, I believe it was like 1908. And uh, that's where New Balance got their, their start from. And once the owner of New Balance saw that we did insoles, he thought that this would be the perfect uh, place to do that with. Now, and insoles, I mean, you've made insoles for my bike shoes, for running shoes. Well, so I don't run, skating so boots, my walking, ski my ski boots. And I mean, your ballet, you, your toe shoes, that was a challenge. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, that's not true because I don't. <laughs> so you don't just sell New Balance here, though. No, I mean, we, we what sell is everything. The whole, what is New Balance concept? I mean, you do have a wide variety of shoes here. We have a very wide variety of shoes. Uh, you know, one of the things that New Balance really wanted to do here is to have a store that was right here in the heart of running. I mean, Boulder is the running mecca. And so they want to be able to bring people here, have meetings here, uh, you know, show off Boulder for, for the beauty of Boulder and for the running that is around Boulder. And uh, New Balance is just a, they're a great component to have in this city in the capacity in which they're doing now. And what better person than one who has run every day for 11 years in the heart of Boulder? The scary thing is, in this room right now, I actually have people that have run longer than me. You're streaking, <laughs> yes. One is uh, Amy Durden, who I hope you get to talk with Amy Durden a little bit later in the night. That's, She's uh, been on before. Okay. That and hold up RL, because here she is right now, Amy Durden. So the streak, what is your daily running streak going so far? So 12 years, 12 and a quarter years. I was just doing the math. Officially, I think it would be October 30th of 2003. And I, so I, can, I consider November 1st just to make it easier to remember. <laughs> now, Amy, is that OCD or is that a true love of running? Both. Both. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at, at this point, I would be disappointed if I... I, I like Streak Runners International, people talking about they, they wake up at you know 10 o'clock at night thinking, oh my God, I didn't go get my run in today. And I have never felt... I, that's not been an issue, but I always wonder what, what I would do if life got in the way. But it's, it's, it's an absolute priority. So. And that's, I mean, what's amazing to me, no injury or you run through injury. How do you how do, you do that? How does your body I've, take I've the been, stress? I've been very fortunate that the injuries have been something I could run through. Um, yeah, it's like you, I twist an ankle somewhere and actually running makes it better. That kind of thing. <laughs> um, 
So your feelings about the new Run Hub, what do you what do you think? I, I love it. I think it's great that it's here. I living in South Boulder, it's I mean I I liked Instep when it was in Step and it was I felt like it was a great place to hang out, but this is just huge. I mean, it's a blast to have all these people down here. And what I'm noticing is that in step, the vibe of RL and Trisha is still here. Absolutely. Even and the store is so much bigger and nicer. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 almost as if someone could have thrown a bunch of money at them. Maybe they would have gotten here, but this is a great way to. And I, you know, they actually I think got to take a vacation. They did. I think I heard that. Well, that's really nice news. So, Amy, we're here by the photo booth. Are you going to go take advantage of that? Uh, already did. I'll, I'll oh, you send, did? I'll send Benji over so that you can talk to him and ask him about his photo. Okay, yeah. that'd be great. <laughs> Thanks, Amy Durden. Thanks. Really appreciate you stopping Thanks. by. And now we're here with Bruning Ronhell, former pro bicycle racer. And uh, what did you have to do with Orvis? I used to manage the Orvis. I used to manage the Orvis store next door uh, up to about two years ago and uh, it's, it's amazing to see the new new store flat irons uh, running expanding and doing an amazing job uh, inside and, and and getting this great space uh, up to what it is now now do you still do much uh, writing I do I do some writing for fun but with time uh, now I do a lot more running, so that's how I kind of get to meet RL and Trish, uh, and uh, doing a couple of marathons, half marathons, and uh, just running to eat what I like to eat and drink the beer that I like to drink, especially in Boulder. <laughs> now, compare the two sports together. I mean, what? Obviously, you have fun doing both. It's great because, on at least from the running during the week, I could get a great workout done. Uh, in a much shorter amount of time. A lot shorter amount of time, but I still love the you know the mountain biking and the road biking. Uh, I race you know for a long time uh, with specialized as a junior team, and then Hotter on Hell uh, in in Texas, which they have a great uh, program for going to school. They have scholarships for cycling, uh, but it's a great endurance. Uh, you know you. you you work out different muscles, which help you with the endurance for the biking and the, you know, the mountain biking and the road biking, and then do the road biking and mountain biking on the weekend or, or where you have a little more more time. And uh, how long have you been at the party tonight? It's it's a great it, it's great. I mean, so many people up here. I mean, and it's it, packed. It it's amazing. It, it, I can't believe how much people are, how many people are up here. Uh, it's just nice to support great people too. I'm very knowledgeable. I had some issues with my knee running and I came to RL and he was able to set me up with the right uh, type of shoes that uh, you know my body and my, my knees uh, were accepted to and I didn't have any more knee problems. And uh, did you happen to do footbeds with him? I did not do the footbeds. Um, he did set me up with some custom not the full-on football, but some custom beds. Right. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, so no more knee problems for me, and it's fun to, to be running long distance and not having any issues. Favorite thing about this store? Coming in and just feeling like uh, it's very friendly. 
uh, and they're very knowledgeable. So when you, you come in, it, it's a, it's a kind of like a family story. I've known Trish and Spencer, and it's so nice to see him grow up too. And it's you know, and with the new partnership, uh, it, Henry is they're very knowledgeable and friendly, and they get you on the right product that you need. Bruning, it's awesome visiting with you. I really appreciate you taking your time out from this big party that's going on here. No, so thanks a lot. Great. Thank you very much for having me. And here we are with Benji Durden. What a pleasure to talk with you again, Benji. It's great yeah, it's to see nice you. Nice to be here. Uh, what are you thinking of the new store look? Well, I like it a lot since it's my neighborhood store. You know, we, we just live down the street, and this has now become sort of our finish our run hangout. So he was, uh, RL was saying there was a fun run this morning at 300 people show up. That's I have no idea how many showed up, but 300 sounds like a reasonable count. Wow. I mean, and we, it was, you know, it was a mob scene headed out for a run. In your experience as a Olympian and professional runner, what are you seeing as the progression now, the development of running shoe stores? Well, I actually worked running shoe stores in, in part of my development as an athlete, and this this is a whole new level. I mean, I, you know, I, I worked at Fidipides when it was just like one store in Atlanta. I remember. I worked at the warehouse when they tried to franchise all over the country, and I worked at this place when it was born to run back in the mid-'80s, and it was just like sort of one room. And, you know, th- this, is, this is a completely different experience in those stores. Now, are you seeing a lot more potential for runners these days to actually make a career? You know, I, I, if I were that kind of a prognosticator, I'd be really well off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, can't, I can't predict the future. But um, I, I do think it, there, you know, there are things that are happening here where you have a massage therapist that comes in, the in regularly in the store. You have a chiropractor, physical therapist regularly. He's here almost all the time. A nutritionist. And then we have the, the Brad who's feeding us tonight. They come by and drop food off here. And I mean, things that I didn't even really know existed as a runner are now just easily accessible for just anybody. Well, like, I mean, there's a treadmill in the corner. Yeah, I mean, I, I, Wednesday, I decided I just couldn't stand the ice anymore. I had to do an hour and a half run. I came up so here came and ran on here. the treadmill. <laughs> You know, I, why not, you know? And in the 80s, or, I mean, did it used to be rare for you to be able to take a pair of shoes out and actually try them out before well, you bought them? Well, on the them? store, I mean, you you did get a, a few stores that would let you do that, but it was not common. But not common. No. And there, there probably was one or two per city at the most of the big cities, like New York and Boston and Atlanta. And smaller cities you know you went to the sporting goods store or you did it online most of my early shoes were ordered online really well, not really online that's because online wasn't but you know you do catalog orders. but it was catalog yeah you know, you'd go in track and field news and you'd see a shoe you liked and you'd you would order it and you would hope that it was right, <laughs> you hope it fit right. <laughs> i had a pair of uh, oregon waffles i ordered that way it was the uh, green and yellow sort of sprinter last waffles that they had for cross country. Oh, yeah. They didn't arrive in time for cross country season, so I wore them in my first marathon, which was a big mistake. Yeah, I had the uh, green and black ones. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Now, Benji, how long have you been in Boulder? Uh, we moved here February of 1985. 
85. Now, I was just talking to Amy, and she's got a streak going of more than 12 years of running. Right. Where are you in the mix? I've had a couple of timeouts. Uh, I had a hernia operation in 2011 that was a... She started right after my prostate surgery in, in 2003. That's why she's got that streak going. Ah. And because of the prostate surgery, the, the, the abdominal wall was a little weaker than it needed to be, and it ended up... It's not an unusual situation with that kind of surgery to have to have hernia surgery later. So in 11, I took off, I think, four to five weeks because of the surgery. And then this last year, I discovered I'd been anemic for some time, um, probably almost two years. And so I took some time from running. I, I race walked throughout the summer. Oh, you did? And now I'm, you know, because you don't get that pounding from race walking, and there is some reason to believe that anemia in runners and the pounding are associated. Anyway, so I, I'm just now streaked since November. Now, curious about this. When you were on the U.S. team and then running professionally, how much did you track your running as opposed to what you do now? I didn't. That, that was kind of what I was hoping I you mean, would I, say. <laughs> I, I would... I would... Typically, what I would do is I would write down what I was going to do. I would sit down and plot out like six weeks to three months. And this is my plan. This is what I'm going to do. And then I'd stick it in the drawer. And every now and then, I'd pull it out to see how close I was or what kind of modifications I needed to do. And I had, I would think, maybe three or four years total combined logs that I kept. But for the most part, I ran how I felt. And I tried not to get too caught up into trying to to do, because I said I was going to do something, didn't mean I had to do it. You know, a lot of times people say, well, this is what the schedule says I should do. I don't feel good, but I'm going to do it anyway. And back then, if I had a, if I got out, started out on a run, and 15, 20 minutes into it, I didn't feel like it, I walked home. Which is probably really smart. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I, until right at the end, when I tore my plantar fascia, I was never really injured. So, shifting gears and real quick, because I want to let you get back to the party, what about the new Run Hub would you recommend? Why should someone come here? Well, I, I think, you know, it doesn't really matter what you need. They've got something that can cover it. I mean, if you need orthotics, RL can take care of you in a short amount of time. Amazingly yeah, no short kidding. amount of time. Um, they know their shoes, and so if you need a pair of shoes, you're not sure what it is you're really looking for. Even if you know what you're looking for, they can talk you into what you really need. The nice, you know, for clothing, it's if you want to waste a lot of money on a lot of clothing, <laughs> it's, it's easy to do. But then there's, you know, it's just a good place to hang out. I mean, there's books in the back, and other runners come in, and you know, there are times when you just want to hang out with runners. Benji, thanks a lot. I want to let you go mix with the other runners, and I really appreciate you taking the time to talk. And now we're visiting with Dulcie Booth. Dulcie, you started a non-politically correct titled <laughs> running club. Tell us about it. I did. I started running uh, in Boulder, oh gosh, I want to say maybe 10 years ago. Um, and at that time, I had joined a running club where the they were training for the Boulder Boulder, and the lowest kind of 
club you could join was to do the boulder boulder in less than 60 minutes and i was about 70 pounds heavier at that point um and just really no, wait, like, you had to do a 10k in less than 60 yeah, minutes so that was like the training plan for this and there was nothing lower than that there was nothing for just being able to run the whole thing or, or whatever and it was their first year doing that program so uh it was a learning experience for them but it was an interesting thing because I felt like I was behind the eight ball right from the beginning. Uh, I couldn't, I wasn't a runner. Um, I had, I was coming back from a knee injury, um, and and then it, I, it was just too high of an expectation. There was no place to kind of fit in here, and I, so I started looking around at other, um, a lot of running shoes stores around here do these running things, and so I started looking around, and they all, like, their entry point was, like, seven and a half minute miles, and I was doing a solid 12 and a half minute mile at the time. And so, how intimidating, first of all, for you, I mean, to yeah. even go in and get shoes? Anything. I mean, sports bras, clothes, anything uh, was, I mean, this. there's just nothing, in. there was nothing in this town for that kind of person who wanted to on-ramp on, and so I had talked to Trisha and RL, we were friends even before they started the shop and I, I thought I just want to do something that's like an on-ramp for people like if they go on to do seven and a half minute miles great like that is fantastic but if there needs to be a place for people to start at that doesn't have as many obstacles to go over and so I thought I'm, I know the name is a little offensive maybe but the reality was the people who were coming weren't going to be offended by that because we know who we are we know we run 12 minute miles we know we run 15 minute miles some of them they just wanted to start somewhere, um, and it was. A, it, I, I did notice the people who were attracted to coming were just a little more easygoing about stuff than your kind of average runner in Boulder. <laughs> and we haven't said the name of the club yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I don't even. I don't. I'm not sure it's even a thing. Oh, that it's Fat, Dulcie's Fat Girl Running Club. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's the name of the club. <laughs> and does it still exist? It doesn't. I moved to uh, Denver a couple years ago. It was too hard to drive back up here for it. And I know. You, and I need to start it up down in Denver. Um, but Boulder I mean, would just... What a great uh, opportunity, though, for someone who <laughs> no. is not, who is intimidated. Right. It doesn't matter what your body type. Right, right. It can be really intimidating, yeah. especially in this community. Really, especially in this community. And I'm not, um, I certainly don't have what I would call like the runner's body still, even though I run. And I think that that's helpful for people. I think they look at me and they're like, okay, her expectation, she's not a size zero trying to tell me I know how to run. I'm actually somebody who has to like deal with my body weight and run up a mountain. I'm somebody who has to try and find a sports bra that fits. I am somebody who has to like go to the end of the rack if there's even anything for me uh, when I buy running clothes. So I, I'm with them in that, like I'm not, I'm not calling it something that I'm not, if that makes sense. What was the reaction to your club and how many people actually joined? Yeah, um, the people who like were kind of offended by it were tended to be people who probably just would never be able to use the fat word, you know, uh, people who were already, already very fit, very in shape and found that word offensive. And I just, I don't find it offensive. I'm like, this is where I'm at. And this is where some people are at, you know. Um, we had, oh gosh, there are probably about 25 people total who were coming, but it was never all at the same time. Uh -huh. We usually had about 10 people every, I think it was on Wednesday nights or Tuesday nights. Um, that were coming, and then about seven of those were always the same people. So we had some real regulars. And were you based out of Instep? Yeah, uh huh. We did everything out of Instep. 
So what are you thinking now that Instep has become the run hub? I know, it's so cool. Well, actually, I, I am so happy, you know, I follow them on Instagram, and so I see the pictures, because they, they do a running club on Wednesdays, uh-huh. and it's for everyone. Um, and there's just so many people, and I love it, because it's so many people of just varying running abilities that I see in those pictures. And I love that. That's all I ever wanted. Like, I want... There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. At a place where, I mean, obviously there were thin people and fit people who were coming to Dulcie's Fat Girl Running Club, but that was my point. Like, get in where you're at. Like, it doesn't. Right. We don't care where you're at. Just come and and work out. And this is obstacle free. If you can get here, we'll give you a workout, whatever level you're at. And I so I love seeing the pictures that they're doing a running club now. And you see everybody. You see all shapes and sizes out there, and it's great. So they have kind of gotten around the intimidation factor and yeah. are making a very welcoming yeah. feeling for people coming in. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, I know you know RL, but you know Trisha and RL just, they love people. And so even, like, they just loved and welcomed us, let us use any part of the store. And I think it's their warmth that allows people to come in, even though... They're nowhere near the ability that RL and Trisha are running, but you'd never know that talking to them. They're so humble about it, I guess. So it's great chatting with you, as you can yeah. hear. Oh, I think the hip hop demonstration is going on right <laughs> now is. that I heard about, <laughs> and I thought that was a joke. <laughs> no, I saw some dancing earlier. <laughs> Dulcie, it's great to meet you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. And now we are with Alex Wolf Root at uh, big party going on. Uh, were you expecting it to be this big? Um. Honestly, yeah. I mean, everything Flatirons has done for this community is amazing. They have so much energy. They have so much love for the community and from the community that, yeah, I would expect it to be, you know, ginormous standing room only, and that's exactly what it is. So saying in bad expectations is not a bad thing when your expectations are so high, but, you know, they've earned it. So I kind of have the only seat in the house. Yep, it's nice. It's nice to rest my legs for about two or three seconds, for sure. So tell us about the organization you're with. So um, I represent Hudson Elite. Um, So Brad Hudson is a post-collegiate distance coach as well as a great runner himself. And he's moved here and started like a little post-collegiate training group. Um, He's obviously best known for training guys like Jathan Ritzenheim, Fernando Cabada, Adriana Nelson. Um, But right now we have a new group of about 12 post-collegiate athletes just, you know, trying to do what they can in this sport. Obviously, there's not a lot of support post-collegiately unless you're a Galen Rupp or Bernard Lagat. Um, so he's done a great job, and our organization is just trying to help those you know, do what they can. Right now, we have six athletes who've qualified for the Olympic trials and the marathon. 
So for the last six or so weeks, they've been at sea level in Nevada, all expensive paid, living in a house and just training at sea level, focusing 100%. And our goal is just to give opportunities like that. Um, so we partnered with Flatirons to really help out. They've um, donated funds so that our athletes who don't have shoe sponsorships can come in, get the shoes they need, get the gear they need. And we're just trying to, you know, give those chances so that someone who, you know, didn't, you know, wasn't a multi-time All-American in college can still go after it, can still try to do well. And, um, you know, so far it's done well, but we'll see next week at uh, the trials. Now, it's great getting to talk with you because Benji Durden was just on and I was asking him, you know, his time as a professional on the U.S. team. Um, did he see that there had really been improvements for people that were in his position now? And it didn't sound like he was... Running hasn't really given a lot of opportunity to people. I mean, what you're doing is so necessary. It really hasn't, and that's like the biggest thing. So obviously we put it together to help us self-interestedly, but more importantly, you know, to leave something for the next generation. And you're seeing this across the country, and it's great. So obviously, you know, us here, and you know, Boulder Track Club is doing a phenomenal job doing something very similar here. But there's groups all across, you know, you have um, Northern Arizona Elite, you have New Jersey, New York, you have the Beast Track Club. Um, so they're finally starting to get a lot of these little clubs all over to give people a chance. Are you a 501c3? Can people yes, make are. donations? People and can how make can donations do to Hudson Elite. Um, they're tax deductible. HudsonEliteCO.com. Um, everything goes to the athletes. Um, and if you're interested, and obviously a lot of people in Boulder are, and training as well, doing your best, we have a great community coaching program. So Brad's obviously a famous coach. He has a book out, um, but he coaches us. You can kind of get in that circle by doing our community coaching where Brad and one of the athletes together write your training and you then get paired with one of the elite athletes and you'll get training from the elite athlete. You'll be in touch with them talking about training, talking about races. All the funds go to the program and it's a way that you, anyone can be connected to the elite side of the sport while still getting that top tier training. Do people apply to be a part of your program or do you select them? So um, we have an application process, but I don't think it's a lot more about fit than ability at the moment. Mm -hmm. So if you know someone's graduating, they want to come, they'll you know send an application, email, chat with Brad. But ideally, we fly him out, we talk to them, and we see if they're a fit. Um, obviously, we don't have a ton to offer. You know, we get to offer you know some shoes from Flatirons. We have deals with a lot of healthcare professionals around. Obviously, some travel stuff. But the goal is to have the right fit. Um, so we're not trying to necessarily grab all the greatest kids coming out of school. We just want to grab people who really fit the philosophy, fit the team environment, and yeah, go from there. So we've been lucky of late. Um, we recently got Matt Daniels, um, probably our biggest blue chipper. He was many-time All-American for Adam State. So he's a local boy. He's a sub-four miler. He's run 103 in his half debut. And now he'll be running the marathon trials. So guys like that who are really good but wouldn't have been picked up by, you know, OTC or anything. Well, Alex, great getting to meet you, and I really look forward to doing a more in-depth interview with you in the very near future. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for being here, and thanks Flatiron for hosting an amazing event. And now we're joined by Alistair and Diana Norcross. Alistair is sitting here calmly with a beautiful red purse while Diana dances around the table. <laughs> what, what running joy do you have to bring to this evening? What well, running joy? Well, this is our favorite running store uh, by far. We used to, uh, when we first moved to Boulder, we used to go to the Boulder Running Company 
and we got to know uh, Henry and Sarah and Greg. And when they moved here, we shifted to here. We actually live five minutes walk away. So that helps a lot because Wednesday evening fun runs. So wait, five minute walk, but two minute, walk. two minute run? Two minute run. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so the beer and the pizza after the fun run is uh, too much to resist most Wednesday evenings. It's our neighborhood. So, did you know Instep before? I mean, because the location's the same. We knew them. We it's the same location. Um, I bought the odd bit of uh, running clothing from them, uh, but. Uh, um, we got to know them a lot better once they merged and became Black Lions Running. So what's really important to both of you from a store like this? Is it customer service, quality? What? Yeah, well, I, I love the fact that this is a local store owned by local people uh, who care about the community. And getting to know the people uh, you know, who work here, the owners, um, and uh, so, yeah, it is customer service, but it's uh, it's more than that. It's I mean, we consider ourselves friends of these people. Um, they're just wonderful people, and uh, um, you get a, a, a real sort of community atmosphere that you don't get in like a big corporate running store. So we, I mean, the Boulder Running Company used to have that local running store vibe, and it was bought by a corporation. And uh, and and, and, and it really changed. It changed. It changed hugely, and uh, it, it it doesn't. I mean, it's now part of a, a big chain of stores, and they have they have policies that affect all the stores, no matter where they are. Whereas here, uh, they know their customer base. They uh, they know us. They know Boulder, and uh, they know what we want. So it's cool because they all run. Yeah, they're also runners, and they right. And so when we you know when I buy shoes here, they know what they're talking about. I'm I'm having a little trouble with girl. Look at that body playing in the background. No. <laughs> I mean, what a fitting song for you too. <laughs> so what do you? I mean, what a great party! Uh, the turnout has been fantastic. Oh yeah. And it's been just a, a crazy day. Three hundred people showing up for the run. Yeah, we One of their biggest morning. days on record. Yeah. Oh, were you here this morning? Oh, yeah, we were here this morning. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, uh, uh, I mean, it's, the people here sort of inspire this kind of loyalty. Yeah, they really do, and that's important. They inspire loyalty. I could get a book like Scott Jarek's and I could buy that anywhere. But I just buy it here because I know that I'm helping the local store. And they're awesome people. Scott Jarek is an awesome person, but he's really cool, by the way. I'm not going to be like this. Yeah, I mean, the fact that you're supporting a local store is really cool. Now, I've talked to a couple of people that have some pretty phenomenal running streaks going. Yeah. Where are you all in the mix? Um, running streaks? Yeah. Uh, well, I listen to my coaches, who's actually that guy over there. Okay. So I always take a rest day on Fridays, so I don't have a streak. Good for you. I want six days a week. <laughs> so from April 18th until December 8th, I'm running Back. And that was a bad day for me because I was breaking my streak. But I'm going to start up again. I don't know. Maybe when the I'll snow follow, melts. Maybe I'll follow my coach and I'll take a rest day. I haven't decided. I don't 
think streaks are that important. What's important is to do the training, with both training for the Eugene Marathon on May 1st. Oh, so you're going to Oregon. We're going to Oregon, yeah. I'm from Hood River. Oh, great. We ran Eugene uh, three years ago. Nice. Too. And that was a great, it's a great marathon. Now, I always love to know how married couples got together who were both really avid runners. Well, we got together many years ago, long before we became runners. Yeah, we did become runners and moved your boulder in 2007. Oh, you did? That's right. Now, we lived in Texas for 15 years, and you have to be insane to run in Texas. (laughs) We had a a treadmill in a room with two air conditioners, and that was almost enough. Yeah, but I'd never run a race in my life till the Boulder Boulder in 2008, the first year we were here. So the next year we went to train for it in March, and it was like such hell getting out the door to train on a road. So we joined the group. I joined the group first, and then I came home and I told Alice, you got to come and join this group because they're amazing. They're so supportive. They encourage you. And there's all these different pace groups. So all these cool people have the same It was goal. called bold running back then. It's now revolution running. Right. So going group. out with that group, though, you don't feel intimidated. You didn't feel no, competitive no. in that Not at all, atmosphere. Because there's, there's people of every kind of pace, every kind of ability. There are... There are people, you know, going for like 2:30 marathons, and there are people just trying to finish them out. Well, there are people just running 5Ks, and I mean, every every kind of pace. And there's some people are competitive, some people are just running for the fun of it. I mean, it was interesting because we joined it to join to run the Boulder Boulder, and after the Boulder Boulder was over, we had a choice whether we were going to continue with the group or stop. And the goal race. At the end of the summer was a half marathon, and we thought that was nuts. We just killed ourselves running a 10K. Why would we turn around and run that same distance all over again? But we thought we'd come all this way. We'd gotten so much better, so we continued the training. And by the end of the summer, we were running two hours and 11 miles, and so we thought, oh, crap, we'll just run the half marathon because we're there. So we did two half marathons and yeah, two the next year, and then the following year we did our first marathon, and we've been doing marathons ever since. What are your goals in Eugene? I'd like to hit 3:30. I ran Columbus in October and got a 3:34, which was uh, which is like enough for me to qualify for Boston for next year by about five minutes. So you gonna go? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, we're both gonna go to Boston. I did not qualify. I'll be going under a charity. I'm gonna raise money for the Red Cross. To uh. go because I can't. I can't hit the 4:10 mark. 4:05, just to be sure. I PR'd in Columbus for the 4:28, but I don't. I don't see myself knocking. Oh, you never know. Yeah, like, yeah you never know. But uh, yeah, so my goal for Eugene would be 3.30. I love that you're going around the country doing different runs, not just... Well, you know you're insane when you start, you know, doing your vacations based on... Based on... <laughs> but you know, Boulder is a special place. Because when, when I talk to friends in other parts of the country, and I tell them I run marathons, they, they're very impressed. They say, you run marathons, really? If you if you say to someone in Boulder, I run marathons, they say, only marathons? <laughs> not triathlons? Not, not ultra marathons? <laughs> yeah, we're the lowest of the low. Yeah. No, that's right. Just a marathon. Just 26.2 miles. <laughs> Where can people go to get more information about your running club? Well, revolutionrunning.com. I think there's a hike in there. Is that right? I'll ask you. Well, let's bring him in. What a perfect introduction. Revolution Running. The website, does it have a hyphen between Revolution and Running? Revolution-Running.com. Oh, I need you in a little closer. 
Even close to that. Oh, yeah. Snuggle, snuggle up with Alistair there. Yeah, okay, there we go. Revolution-running.com. <laughs> now, did you start Revolution? And what brought that about? What I'm loving here is that you've got people of all abilities, very experienced beginners, so people that are new to the sport can actually come in and join the group and not be intimidated? Absolutely, yeah. Um, I mean, how did we get started? Well, it's kind of a long story, I suppose, but uh, we started back in uh, 2011, I want to say, yeah, 2011. Um, and what I actually did was I used to work for uh, the Boulder Boulder, and I worked with them full time and did pretty much what I do now. I ran their training programs for them and subsequently went on to do what I now do with Revolution Running, uh, kind of went independent with kind of how we did it, and that's kind of where it came out of, that's how it got started. But the whole philosophy is exactly what you said, is it's a, a club and a group for everybody, so we consider everyone part of the team, so uh, it doesn't matter how, if you're on the fast end or on the slower end of things, to us, everyone is gets through to the same, everyone is on the same team, we're all trying to do the same thing. Some people go across the ground faster than others, but that doesn't matter to us. We're all trying to train, we're all trying to do the same thing, and it's all about community, bringing people together, and that's all we're trying to do, make it fun. How many people are in the organization? It's a good question. Um, total per year is about 500. Uh, right now in our winter program is uh, about 350 people at this point. So it depends on the season, but uh, yeah, about 500 individuals a year will come and do what we do. How do people join? Do they apply? Do you... <laughs> we should make them apply. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they, they give you and money, that's yeah. all it takes. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. If they're 10, I'll get it. You're in. Um, no, it's, it's a, they just sign up online and there's, there's a fee uh, relative to the season that they're joining. Um, roughly speaking, it's about 50 bucks a month if you want to make it a monthly thing. Um, so yeah, they just decide on if they want to join us for a particular program. Sign up and it's just like signing up for a race. You just put in your particulars and sign up and pay a little amount of money and uh, off you go. And are there multiple coaches that are associated with the club? How, yeah. So how do you sign up or get aligned with a coach? Right, so we uh, have a series of uh, pace groups. So anything from sub 6.30 all the way through in kind of one minute increments all the way up to kind of sub 13 minute mile. Um, so that's how we kind of divvy it out. Um, and then each one of those pace groups has a coach that looks after that particular group. So they'll come down and the coach will kind of look after them, take them through their paces. Um, but before and afterwards, it's, it's an entire group. So for example, this morning, right outside of here, of uh, the New Balance Flatlands Run Hub, um, we had about 200 people out here, and they're all, you know, they're all of many different paces, but we're all going to go and do a run together. But then on the run, they will split out kind of into their different groups and work with different coaches as they go. So that's kind of how we try and do it. And the cool thing is that all of your coaches are trained, or yeah, they're trained by you, and so we're all sort of, they're all sort of following the same program, so it's very easy for a runner to move between pace groups. Oh, you can. For example, you find yourself kicking ass out there, you can move up the pace group to the next coach, and you have the same program that's going on, the same workout, but at a different pace. And also, if you're coming off an injury, or if you're not feeling it that day, you can go down a group, and you can still get the same workout at a lower pace, or a higher pace, depending on where you are on that day. And some of these coaches are truly elite oh runners. For many years, one of, my, one of my coaches was the alternate on um, the U.S. Olympic marathon team for 2004, Trent, Trent Briney. 
And now I have Andy Wacker, who is like the second-ranked trail runner in the country. Yeah. And Jeffrey Eggleston, who is like the second-ranked marathoner in the U.S. Jeffrey Eggleston has a legit shot. Yeah. And, these, and these are people who are giving me running advice. I'm just a 55-year-old, you know, just 55-year-old, incredibly good-looking guy. Clearly, you need to rethink the whole thing. How often do you meet? Um, uh, well, here in Boulder, we meet uh, Tuesday, Thursday, 7 a.m. or 6 p.m. and then Saturday, 8 a.m. Oh, so until the summer when it goes earlier. Right, 7 a.m. on Saturday. We also have groups in, uh, in Denver, Lilton, and Fort Collins, and now Bellingham, Washington, too. And each of those kind of have their own sort of separate thing and maybe have some separate meeting times, but that's kind of generally how it works here in Boulder. And different workouts on different days. So Tuesdays are usually short speed intervals, like either hills or track or something like that. Thursdays are usually sort of steady state runs, like tempo runs or half marathon pace. Saturday's always the long run. Um, and then you get a you get a training uh, calendar online telling you what to do on the other days. So you get a, you get the full sort of coaching thing uh, plus emails, and it's uh, it's actually you know I don't like to say this in front of you, but it's actually really good value. For 50 bucks a month. Clearly, we need to put out the prices. <laughs> Anybody who asks me, I tell them, the first summer we were out there, I did exactly what Ewan told me to do. I did not get injured. I improved dramatically, and it didn't feel like an effort. It was like magic. And I tell people, it was like magic. You just go, you do what he says, you go out with the group, it was incredible. Changed our lives. Yeah. It doesn't look like it, but he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. And uh, I'm paying these people to laugh at so. <laughs> How do you come up with your running routes and where you're going to meet? And, I mean, with that many people showing up. He pulls it out of you got, Yeah. Uh, well, you'd think, I, you'd think I probably did sort of uh, just pull it out of nowhere. But um, in actual fact, unbeknownst to a lot of these guys, a lot of thought really goes into it. Um, we have to be very specific and particular about where we can meet. Uh, there's a, particularly here in uh, Boulder, you know, in Boulder County, there's a lot of restriction. We can't just run a main trail. Um, if we have 100 people show up to a certain location, there's restrictions about uh, how many people we have we can put on a trail. You have to apply for. Uh, right, that's what I was wondering uh, about. Yeah, permits, all the rest of it. So a lot of it is, is around that. We, we need facilities like a, a parking lot that can, can manage, you know, at least get cars showing up. Um, the ideal is uh, bathroom facilities. And then there's an ideal running route that you can take from that particular uh, music location. So, yeah, a lot more goes into it than uh, people would probably think. But uh, No, I put on events and was just like, with that big of a group, you've got to have a real plan putting this together. And it, and it rotates, which is one night. I mean, there are other running groups that we just merged oh, does. with one, but there okay. are other running groups which, um, which always meet at the same place. But, but revolution running, so like the Sunday long run, there's like three or four different places, so we're not always we're not always starting and, and running the same road every week. So that's it's good variety and it's a mixture of uh, of bike paths, of trails, of, of road, running on the roads. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's our whole philosophy is um, we want to one show people great places to go run. You know, so if you, for example, just go to the same place every single time, it's very boring and people only know one place to run. We want to show Boulder, for example, is an incredible place to go and run, obviously. People come here from all over the world to come and run and train here. 
uh, we want to show our members, you know, great places to go run. Secondly, it's a boredom thing. If you're always going to the same spot, it's so boring. I don't want to do that to our people. We want to mix it up and, and uh, keep it fresh. And uh, thirdly, it's different workouts uh, conducive, you know, to being in different locations and different surfaces. And so it often depends on what the specific workout is as to will determine uh, what location is going to work. And will you ever use the Run Hub as a location? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We already meet here on a fairly regular basis and we love Henry and Greg and Sarah and uh, RL and Trisha and all the rest of these guys, they do a fantastic job. Um, they yeah, give us so, a discount. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's mainly, that's mainly the, 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 the uh, 80% discount that they should be giving us. Uh, <laughs> well, and that is going to wrap it up for us tonight at the grand opening of the Flatirons New Balance Run Hub in Boulder, Colorado. I'm George Thomas. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 